everyone and welcome to In My Mug episode 306 on Monday the 22nd of September 2014. I am your host as always, Mr. Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug and welcome to our news. Okay, so let's get on with our news. So, uh, as I promised uh, last week, I did the Marathon de Medoc. Um, uh, pictures on the screen now. New records were set. Most wine drank, 20 glasses. Most oysters eaten on a run, that was six. Longest distance ever run, which was 27.1 miles. Um, worst time and longest time on the road of six hours and seven minutes. So, um, yeah, I was quite headachey by the end. Oh, and it was also 35 degrees centigrade, and I was in fancy dress the whole way around. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of quite surprised I finished it. Um, some new Costa Ricans are going to be going on the site this week, and, and a special one for next week's in my mug. Um, it's The treats just keep coming and coming. Uh, I think you're really going to like this one next week. Uh, it's a great story behind it. Um, kind of something I'm quite proud of, and it's been uh, a little bit of work to get there, but it's good. Um, and anyway, yeah, the last chance to the, try the collab coffee, our collaboration with 3FE. Um, we stopped taking orders on Tuesday night, then you'll have missed your chance to try La Lujon Honey and Natural together. Roasted by two different teams, as I've said to them. If you want to find the details, go back and watch uh, previous, uh, previous In My Mugs over the last couple of weeks. And that was the news. Um, so we should go to focus on, um, and uh, I can't be bothered to do it this week, so I'm going to get a friend to come and sit beside me and uh, tell you about the Indian coffee industry. So this is a very special focus on, I have a guest, Fayaz, Fayaz from uh, Bibi Plantation in yeah. India. Um, so excited to have you here first of all, thank you yeah, for oh, agreeing to come. Oh, it's my pleasure, yeah, oh, it's great, yeah. Not many people come to Stafford, so Fayaz has ventured up the motorway uh, and come and spent the day with us here. Um, so the focus on, I want to talk about Indian coffee, because it's something I don't know enough about. Um, you're the only person we buy from in India. Oh, okay. Everything else we've ever tasted, we've never loved as much as your coffee primarily the Peabri we've always bought from you yeah. but um, we have this new lot as well which I'm, I'm gonna ask you some yeah. bits about after but tell me about the Indian coffee industry is it strong is there a lot of people who work in it is there a lot of coffee produced yeah well um, India has got a one thing um, India is known for its uh, quality coffee you know uh, almost 80 to 85 percent of the coffee is out of India is exported okay yeah but I, I think over the in the next three four years you're gonna see that little changing a little bit because you know the population is so big and coffee culture is catching on in a big way so there's a lot of coffee shops opening yeah there, and, and, and indian people are enjoying coffee Co culture why wouldn't they everybody else this, does in the yeah, world exactly um, but for a long time it's been very tea driven yes, hasn't it yes coffee has just caught on in the last maybe five six seven years okay yeah until then you know i mean i think it was i think it's basically what's happening in the rest of the world you know the coffee culture is just spreading all over the world and it's just now coming to india as well you know? and we're seeing so much of this in producing countries so i think of places like brazil places uh, like guatemala no. el salvador no. where these great coffee shops and, and coffee cultures are starting and that that's really exciting um 
Everybody knows about Indian monsoon, yeah, um, and and not very many people know about the other specialty coffees that are grown there. What what kind of varietals are grown in India? What what are the, what do you think lead the way as the main varietals? Well, um, basically Indian coffee is in. I mean, it's basically arabica and uh, robusta. What happened was um, it used to be like sixty five arabica, thirty five um, robusta, but now it's it's gone the other way. It's almost seventy percent robusta and 30% Arabica because there's been a lot of problems with Arabica with the pests and uh, we have a disease called the white stem borer which is you know destroying the Arabica plants. So and, and this is, I mean we were talking about this earlier that yeah. uh, India is very well known for its great robustness, yes, yes, like yeah. the robustas are of an extremely good quality Exactly. Um, and almost the Arabicas get forgotten about because of the robusta yes, yeah. but the robusta is hardier, yeah. produces twice as much, much. Um, is easier to look after and isn't affected by this disease. disease yeah, exactly. and, and, and how does this affect the plant, the disease? What, what well, happens? what happens, the, the, um, it, it uh, attacks the, the stump of the, the plant and you have to completely uproot the plant. Oh, wow. You have to just destroy the plant because it, it can spread rapidly if you don't uh, you know, limit the damage immediately. You know? wow. So a lot of India is losing I mean, a huge amount of area in Arabica production to this, this pest. So I guess if you're ripping out an Arabica plant that's been affected by the disease, you don't want to replant Arabica, you'll just plant yeah, robust. that's what's happening, yeah. exactly. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting that India has its own like, leaf rust. Leaf rust, exactly. You know, exactly. It's, it's its own one yeah. and, and, and yeah. its own challenges. Yes. I think that's definitely the most interesting focus on with evidence, so thank oh, you for okay. that, that's great. Oh, thanks. So we're back and Fayaz hasn't left me. He hasn't <laughs> run away, which is fantastic. So I want to know a little bit about you. I want to know okay. a little bit about how you ended up owning a coffee plantation and a little bit about the farm. So tell me a little bit about yourself, first of all. Well, um, my father came to Coog. That's the region where coffee is grown in, I mean, in the area where we live. Yeah. And it's the largest, um, it's the uh, Karnataka, Coog is in Karnataka state, which is the largest coffee growing state in India. Uh, my father came to Coog in 1960 and um, you know he um, purchased a part of the farm and then he uh, adjoining uh, there was a, again more land and he purchased that and uh, you know and he he li I mean he died in 1983 and then I came to look after the farm I started looking after the farm in 1990 after I finished my college and university education so since 1990 till today, now I look after the farm, you know. And where did, where did you go to school? Where I went you? to the school in the US. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Hence yeah. the great English <laughs> and being able to uh, put my language skills to shame. So so second generation growing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were telling me earlier you grow some different things on the farm. Yeah. So you don't just grow coffee. What else do you grow well, on the we, farm? We grow um, another uh, a major crop we grow is black pepper, you know. And uh, it's interplanted with the coffee, and it kind of it's, it kind of very neatly fits in along with the coffee. So you don't have to do anything extra or anything. And it, and it's now not only in our farm, in almost the entire coffee-growing region, black pepper has become a very important crop. You know, it's amazing. So whenever we cup uh, the bibby uh, uh, peabri and, and and this micro lot that we're yeah. going to try in a little while. I'm so reminded of a spiciness in there. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have this spiciness and I've used black pepper. I, it's the first time I'd heard this today when you were telling yeah, me. Yeah. So, and we find this a lot, that when things are grown nearby, yeah. they, they tend to have this influence or, or like, and I don't know if it's true or whether it's just coincidence, but definitely with this coffee, I find yeah. there's a lovely spiciness with it um, and a great body. Um, 
So tell me about this micro lot. So we end up buying this it's a very small lot from you. Yeah. Um, tell us a little, first of all, I'm interested in the varietal. Yeah. So it's uh, Katawai. Yeah, Katawai. Yeah. HTT Katawai yeah. is, the, is, the, is the varietal. And it was, it was basically, you know, like a very special lot picked from two blocks in our estate. Okay. And, you know, like um, it was double washed, you know, and then, uh, you know, um, uh, also left overnight in the in um, underwater okay the yeah. underwater yeah. fermentation, fermentation yeah. Usage usage. that we've talked about yeah. before and then uh, and then the next day i mean and obviously it's it's sun dried on the patio i mean basically that's it and then you know made sure that it was stored properly you know and um, you know everything was taken care of you know in a in a kind of special way you know so, so what led you to try and use this unusual varietal that i've not seen anywhere before this is the first time well, i've actually, seen no, it no no what have yeah because usually from india you have the seven uh, selection sl795 yeah, yeah. but now there there's more varieties which have been which have been developed by the coffee board and, and is it a hardier varietal against these things no, like yeah it, it is in the sense that the bush grows in such a way that it protects from the pest coming in you know because the bush it's more bushy you know so there's not much gap in between the plants so it's kind of like a carpet you know so in that way it helps in controlling the pest you know fantastic yeah. um, I'm going to take advantage of you being here and talk yeah. a little bit about the Peabree yeah. um, how did you end up with so many like because Peabree is you know five ten percent of the, yeah. the crop uh, and is that the same for you yeah well with some I mean it depends you know it's uh, it's what happens is in certain years the, the percentage of Peabree goes up maybe by 4%, 5%, like okay. that. Some years it comes down, some years it goes up. So, it, I mean, you know, I think a lot of it maybe depending if there's good, I don't know, what, I mean, maybe good rain or, you know, you know good uh, the weather conditions. I, it could contribute to that, but uh, generally there's always a swing of five, six percent, you know, up or down. I'm, I'm always amazed by this coffee because, as I've said to you yeah. earlier, we get lots of Indian samples and they're normally the horrible monsoon Malabars, which yeah. I don't like, I don't think are very good. Oh, okay. And then I get some other washed ones, which are not yeah. very good. Yours is just so so clean and transparent and, and, and so well looked at, you can actually taste the process. Oh. And that's why we bought it for so long and, and I, I'm, I'm really... Um, I'm really pleased that we found an Indian coffee that we can love like we do oh, your one. And, and, and the guys back at home, I know, will be loving it too. Um, thank you very much for coming up here. Oh. We, we're going to whack you. I'm going to not let you suffer being on camera too much longer, <laughs> but we're, we're going to yeah. do the tasting afterwards and I'll do the tasting afterwards. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming. It's been great. Uh, I'm gonna, now going to go to the map bit. Uh, and you get to see this amazing farm um, as it, well, you know, you get to get an understanding of where it is. And uh, I feel like I've visited doing the map bit on this one. So here I am waving, always, always waving. And we're going up, up and away, and we're going to go up to see the United Kingdom the United Kingdom of these great British Isles. And instead of growing across the Atlantic, we're going the other way. Oh my God, something's happening. Uh, something weird's happening. And we're gonna go and look at India and the, is Asia a continent? continent? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but we're gonna go down to India, which is a huge country, as you can see. And interestingly, India consumes about half of the world's whiskey. 
uh, and I consume the other half personally. Um, so yeah, interesting little fact set there. Um, we're going down to the details and we can see the different states there. I mean, this is a huge place. Um, you kind of don't get the scale of India until you really start looking at maps and, and how large it is. Let's go down to the plantation. And this little dot here is Fayaz's house. Um, it's, that's how much detail we have. Beautifully groomed. Uh, you can see there's some plantation parts there. Um, so this is the plantation where the coffee and the pepper grown side by side. And that's his house. Um, you can't get any more exact than that, really, can you, when you can kind of... Uh, that might even be his bedroom. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the detail that we have for the map bit for, uh, for this one. It's a nice one we can kind of get right into those, uh, those little bits. And let's look at the lowest points of India. So the lowest point is the ocean, the Indian Ocean, I guess. And then uh, Hashir Junga, which is 8,598 metres above sea level, which is quite high, isn't it? And that was the different, the weird map bit. So that was the map bit. Uh, we should go and do Roland's daft fact of the week. India is the world's sixth biggest exporter of coffee, but is expected to become a net importer in the next 10 years. They're drinking more and more coffee, you know. This is true that India is drinking more and more of their own coffee and are starting to import coffee. Um, and in the next decade, they will be a net importer. Um, consuming countries, you know, producing countries are becoming consuming countries, we, as we, me and Fayaz were saying earlier on. Um, so I'm gonna wrap you on pause. I'm gonna go and make tasty and delicious drinks and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so we're back. Um, it's really great having a guest on, really cool. Uh, Fayaz was charming and intelligent um, and great company. Um, took him for a beer afterwards and um, really enjoyed his company, but let's go into this espresso. So, this coffee will not be to everybody's taste. I am fairly confident of that. Um, there is a thing on a, on a forum, coffeeforums.co.uk, you should go check them out, lots of great people on there. But they have this thing called the darker side of life, where they talk about darker roasting being these darker flavours, and the kind of coffees that we have, they kind of say, oh, they're all acidic and all fruity and, uh, and, 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 and not, not dark enough. And then there's another one that say lighter side of life, but they only like the lighter one. It, this is the perfect example of a coffee that fulfills those darker side of life needs. So they are, there's body, it's spicy, um, it's got a great mouthfeel to it, but it's thick, it has base notes, and there's virtually no acidity. It's the tiniest of acidity, but it's all about the body. And Fayaz telling us about the black pepper that grows in between the coffee plants, I, t I cooked this, I found black pepper, he went in the notes, I swear to you I didn't know about the black pepper until he said that that time and he's been up on the site for weeks with this black pepper flavour in there. Spicy, it's the same with the Peabree, that's got this kind of spicy edge to it as well. Um, I think it's amazing that, that, that there's that there. 
But this is that dark as I love it. As an espresso, it's all in the base notes. It, yeah, I think it's delicious. Let's go into the milk. So, powers through the milk. Like, you taste coffee. Um, this is a coffee flavoured coffee, if that makes sense. It's very obviously those big booming notes come through in the milk. It, it, exactly what I expected to be. Now, all of those base notes in brewed coffee tend to not be so pleasant in the brewed coffee. You know, yes, they'll punch through me. Yes, it'd be a powerful espresso, but as a brewed coffee, it tends to be too much. But I don't think it is in this because there is a cleanliness to it. It's cleaner than any Indian I've ever cooked. Um, and the acidity is a little bit, it's like it's instead of being on one, it's on like one and a half on the volume switch. Um, and the lychee that I kind of put in the cupping notes is more obviously there in the brood. It's not in the espresso or the milk. Um, it's a great coffee. Um, I'm really, really pleased that we can have something different like this and have this conversation. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Okay, time to wrap up. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.